Welcome to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine, advancing medicine through precision diagnostics and novel therapy. For patients with cancer, the physical, emotional, and psychological tolls exacted by the disease, as well as by the care course itself, are often beyond measure. But new integrative approaches to treatment aiming to help patients better cope with and recover from the fight against cancer are now entering hospital settings. On today's program, we'll explore how these integrative therapeutic models are successfully being incorporated. This is Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle, and joining me on this episode is Dr. William Levin, Clinical Associate Professor of Radiation Oncology at Penn Medicine. Dr. Levin, welcome to the program. Great. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. So why don't we start off, um, you know, can you give us a little background into the various ways integrative medicine has penetrated the oncology field in academic settings such as yours? Sure. Yeah, I think probably it's worthwhile to start with a definition so that uh, we're on the same page going forward. And actually, I'll paraphrase a definition from the National Cancer Institute. Uh, In their statement, they say that integrative oncology is a patient-centered, evidence-informed field of cancer care that utilizes mind-body practices, natural products, and lifestyle modifications, along with conventional cancer treatments to optimize health and quality of life for cancer patients. One thing I did want to point out, and that is what integrative oncology is not, and I want to make sure that people understand that we're not talking about alternative medicine here. And that is to say that these techniques and modalities in the integrative world are not being used in place of the conventional cancer treatments such as surgery and radiation therapy and chemotherapy. Excellent. And thank you so much for that definition and explaining that. You know, just to dive a little bit deeper into the current applications and practice, can you describe how integrative therapies are being incorporated into cancer care? Yeah, sure. Uh, Recently, the uh, National Cancer Institute actually did a survey of its 45 uh, designated cancer centers around the country, and they asked them what were the most commonly offered services um, in terms of integrative therapies. And, you know, the most frequently used therapies were acupuncture, massage, yoga, and meditation. And this was the the group of services that was utilized the most. And then the next most common activity that was utilized had to do with nutritional counseling and specifically focusing on the use of herbs and dietary supplements. Excellent. So from your own observations and experiences, where have integrative approaches to cancer therapy proven most beneficial? Clearly, the modality that's emerging as as a real kind of workhorse in this world would be um, the use of acupuncture, which comes out of the traditional Chinese medicine world, and that's been around for thousands of years. And we just continue to get numerous randomized clinical trials showing a significant benefit with the use of acupuncture for things such as pain control, prevention and control of nausea and vomiting as related to chemotherapy use. And then for um, head and neck patients, as I think you mentioned, I'm a radiation oncologist, and one of the side effects of radiation for the head and neck patients has to do with xerostomia or the reduction of saliva, which can be very disconcerting for patient. Um, Acupuncture has clearly showed a benefit for uh, mitigating some of these symptoms. Another area 
of interest here at Penn is the utilization of mindfulness meditation and yoga, and that that clearly shows benefit for stress and anxiety reduction as well. For those of you who are just tuning in, this is Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle, and today I'm speaking with Dr. William Levin about integrative medicine and cancer care and the impacts it may have on the therapeutic landscape. So, Dr. Levin, we just talked about some ways in which these complementary approaches to care are making an impact in the oncology field. But looking at the other side, you know, where do you think integrative medicine's applications in oncology or other fields need more vetting or review before they enter broader practice? That's actually a great question, and I thank you for asking that. Um, Like I said in the beginning of our conversation, I want to reiterate that we're talking about integrative or complementary therapies, not alternative therapies. So with with that being said, to to be more direct in my answer, I would say the, the one area that we really want to be careful is when people are taking um, natural products and to not have a, a false sense of security there with that these are benign therapies that don't have an effect on uh, the patient's well-being or certainly that they don't have an effect on the efficacy of the conventional treatment. So, for instance, uh, we know that some of these natural herbs and vitamins actually can have a negative impact on blood clotting and certainly the body's ability to to clot is compromised when uh, patients are taking chemotherapy. So to add any of these other compounds on could actually set the patient up for a significant bleeding risk. The other thing that I would point out is actually radiation therapy and chemotherapy take advantage of certain cell functions um, that actually where the efficacy may be reduced by taking Um, these substances. So, for instance, radiation therapy utilizes the use of free radicals. So, normally in life, uh, we hear that free radicals are bad and we take substances, the free radical scavengers. For for our purposes, um, we are able to to actually destroy tumor cells by utilizing free radical formation. So certainly some of these substances that people are taking certainly could reduce the efficacy of our endeavors. Excellent. And I appreciate you, you know, talking about um, some of the, the possible negative side effects of supplements and things like that. So I do appreciate that. You know, I'd like to shift gears a bit here and focus on an article you recently published that looked at art therapy. Could you tell us a little bit about the study and the key results that your team found? Sure. Yeah. So one of my primary interests in terms of my um, clinical interest and my research interest is based on the uh, reduction of stress and anxiety in cancer patients and caregivers. And by caregivers, I'm talking about family members and friends of patients, but also professional caregivers, such as uh, nurses and physicians. And one of the things that I found in my own life to help reduce stress and anxiety is uh, the creative process. And specifically, I do a lot of photography. And so that got me thinking that maybe creative endeavors in general uh, would be beneficial for, for this group of folks in terms of stress and anxiety reduction. So we designed a study to look at a single session of creating art and what the efficacy would be in terms of stress and, and anxiety reduction. Uh, and as we suspected, um, just in a single 45-minute session, there was great uh, reduction in stress and anxiety for these folks. 
Wow, that's excellent, and it's very encouraging as well. Um, and lastly, Dr. Levin, what role do you see integrative therapy playing in future cancer research and care? So I think that integrative oncology is going to kind of follow suit the way our conventional therapies are being utilized right now. And what I mean by that is for chemotherapy and immunotherapy, which is a standard therapy for cancer treatment, we're able to look at the molecular and genetic footprint of the cancer cells for a specific patient. And so we are then able to personalize the treatment to pick the treatment that we think will be the most beneficial with having potentially the least side effects. And I think that personalized theme is going to kind of become more evident as we utilize these integrative therapies so that we can match the right patient with the right therapy. And uh, along with that, I think that instead of these integrative therapies being kind of an afterthought, um, once the patient has already begun treatment or even, in fact, finished treatment, we will start having the conversation of how these therapies could be utilized at the beginning of treatment. Well, with those hopes on the horizon, I'd like to thank my guest, Dr. William Levin, for sharing his insights on integrative therapies and their impacts on cancer care. It was a pleasure speaking with you today, Dr. Levin. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. You've been listening to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine. To download this podcast or to access others in the series, visit ReachMD.com slash Penn and visit Penn Physician Link, an exclusive program that helps referring physicians connect with Penn. Here you can find education resources, information about our expedited referral process, and communication tools. To learn more, visit www.pennmedicine.org slash physician link. Thank you for listening.